Well, day one of McCall in the books, and oh, what a day it was. Heading down to Kobo in traffic, I got a little frustrated because I wanted to get there early, but I got there in time to see a wonderful keynote by an inspirational teacher from the Bronx, telling the story of turning the hardships of living in the Bronx into opportunity for his students and growing plants. It was so inspiring to see, and it's such a moving story of taking advantage of an, a problem, a negative, and turning it into a positive and something you can solve the problem. Uh, I think the one thing missing from the story, because I kept looking at it, was the struggles and the failures of trying to get there and the hardships and the learning experience that he went through getting there. But I really enjoyed hearing his story and I was, his passion and his energy was incredible. And I'm sitting here forgetting his name, so you can look up who McCall first day keynote was if you were there. Then I went and I saw a couple sessions by classroom teachers, and that's really why I go. I want to see classroom teachers and how they utilize their things, and I went to sessions today, most notably on making. I saw Jason Hubbard from Ohio. Yes, Ohio. I know we're Michigan people, but Ohio, and he was a, he's an awesome, inspirational teacher. The stuff that he's doing in his classroom on game design, was incredible and he shared all his resources. I put it out on Twitter. He puts it out on Twitter for free to people to use. But he talked about the design thinking process and how building games with his fifth graders allows him to think and problem solve and really work. And he taught work at solving a problem without having a problem to start out with. They start just by defining what makes a game and what are the components that you need and move all the way through the whole process through prototyping, testing, setting rules. He talked about his struggles in designing this lesson and how it got how he got to his final project and how he would tweak it. That's really what I like to see because it reminds me that when I'm in the middle of a project and I want to throw it out the window that I shouldn't, I just need to work through it and learn from my failures. That was awesome to see. Then after um, that, I went and saw some teachers from Novi. My friend RJ Weber brought a crew in and how an art teacher is making art really a steam class by connecting it to science, by creating circuits and adding light to starry night pictures. And she also talked about the pitfalls and the troubles and where she went wrong and what she learned. Again, reinforcing that we got to try great things to get great lessons and we got to be willing to fail. The results were incredible artistic displays that had lights on them where the students even learned to create switches and parallel circuits. I was just thoroughly impressed by what they were doing. To close um, after that, not to close out my day because I forgot about it, I went into uh, Richard Byrne, who was talking about formative assessment uh, tools. And he shared a lot of good tools. Uh, I wouldn't say that it was a, a session I would go back in because it was dry. And I think uh, just telling me what was being done without any good examples 
And I can learn about those tools by just looking it up. There's lists of formative assessment online tools all over the place. So I really, they're not, the, I guess that's me personally. It's not the type of session I learn from because it's not a classroom practice. And it's just really showing off a whole bunch of quick tools for a couple minutes. I think I left a little early feeling disappointed. But I ended my day on a really high note. I went to a panel discussion by Jennifer Parker Moore, Dr. Moore from Macomb ISD, where she brought in five leaders to talk about uh, leadership, technology leadership, and building leadership and using the ISTE standards. And it was really great to see behind that sort of curtain of administrators have as a classroom teacher of how and what they do to lead, talking about, this goes back to maybe why I didn't like Richard Burns' thing on uh, apps, because it wasn't really talking about the teaching aspect of the pedagogy, it was really just talking about the apps. And that's really what that final session got to. It talked about why we're using technology and it shouldn't just be replacement, it should be about the learning and what we're learning with the tool and it was an awesome panel of five distinguished uh, principals, tech directors, curriculum directors, talking about how they lead in their district and the troubles and pitfalls. Um, they were real and genuine in talking about the situation. And that's what I like to see. When you hear about people's struggles, you know that it's not a glossed over shiny presentation. You know that it was real and that the... The person sharing wants everybody to understand from their journey. It's not just about the end product. And I think that's what teachers need to remember. It's not about the test scores. It's about getting to them. It's And I love seeing that in presentations. That vulnerability, the admitting that you made mistakes in front of 100 people is what makes a good presentation it's what adds value because it means you're real. And that's what teachers experience on a regular basis the first time they do something. So I had a great day. I think the biggest drawback about McCall, and this isn't any criticism, it's an incredible conference. There's a lot of diversity in presenters, a lot of great presentations, a lot of great connections. I saw so many people I know. I spent some time at the student uh, showcase. I saw some students from Rochester sharing about their their digital leaderships, which was awesome, really cool. They made a video about how they were helping their community and making sandwiches to give to give to people, uh, food banks and other things like that. It was cool. We had our Michelle Morgan, our occupational therapist, who does um, making with her students, shared her stuff, and it was a good time connecting with people there. But the one thing that I, I don't like about one call that sort of uh, makes me... Uh, hope for improvement was lunch. They don't have a box lunch or a food on site. So you either have to wait in a long line to get a uh, overpriced, not very high quality meal that's there at Kobo. They don't really have a lot of good selection. That's not McCall's fault, but that's what the choices are there. Or you have to leave and go to a restaurant in the area, which takes time away from the conference and time away from connecting and time away from others. I wish it was like some of the other conferences I go to where there might be a box lunch or a box lunch in the vendors hall. I mean, that would walk the people through and people might uh, stay and there's plenty of tables that you, we could sit around in the vendor hall. We could have set up more tables to eat lunch at because there's plenty of open space in Kobo uh, just so the teachers stay together and sit, network and talk. 
I don't need to leave. I don't need to go find because there really aren't a lot of restaurants really right by Kobo and not across the street or anything. So it's not a great area to go walking and find something. So the only criticism is that. So I'd pay a little bit more, you know, uh, it's like $10, $15 to get a, a boxed lunch. I'd pay $10, $15 more to attend the McCall conference if they had a lunch because it really, I really don't want to leave. I want to stay and connect with others. Anyway, great day. I'm looking forward to tomorrow and stay curious, my friends, and see what you can learn.